Max Rogers, welcome to the Athlete Conversation. Thank, Thank you very for much coming, for having bro. me. Thank you for coming, bro. We took a bit of a, it was a trip to get here, eh? It was a bit of a trip to get here, huh? Yes. Um, so tell, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Where are you playing? All of that. Okay. Uh, I'm from Sydney, Australia, uh, born in London. So uh, got introduced to football or soccer in London first. Been playing football. it my whole life. Football. I prefer yeah. football. We'll call it football <laughs> for the rest of the podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, moved over to Australia when I was about seven or eight. Been playing over there, played for some of the A-League clubs over there, like uh, Sydney FC and Central Coast Mariners. Mm -hmm. And then um, ended up over here, like you, you know, yeah. Fordham, Fordham University, um, playing soccer there after two years, transferred to Yale, mm -hmm. and I'm at Yale now, uh, studying economics, playing on the men's soccer team. Playing and studying. Yeah. How's the level of soccer in Australia, bro? It's good, bro. Um, yeah. I think the top level is pretty good. The problem is there's no money. There's mm -hmm. no money. Like, uh, as far as the pro game, like, compared to the MLS, it's a pretty good level, but there's just not much investment because there's too much competition with, like, AFL, rugby, too many sports. Australia plays too many sports, man. Yeah. yeah. And is it, like, a pay-to-play uh, type of thing? Or, yeah. or do the clubs actually fund the players? Um, so if you're at an A-league club, mm -hmm. they'll, they'll pay for you. But, like, In the league that we, for youth, there's like, say, New South Wales, my state, has like 20 teams okay. and three of them are A-League teams. So A-League? What? A-League is like MLS Academy, okay. you know, our, our version. Um, and if you're in those academies, they pay for you. But the other 17 teams, it's, it's pay to play like here. Okay. Yeah. And let's say if you're a kid from Australia like you were and mm -hmm. you try to come to the US and play here, how, how would you go about it? Um... Same way uh, you would have, you know. Showcase. Yeah, maybe showcases, highlights, eight, like, you know, uh, intermediate, like sort of third, 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 eight, third party agencies. Okay. More of the same. What's But it's, the, not it, that, it's not that common, actually, for at least Australia, for football. From for Australia. Football. A lot of basketball exports, but not much uh, not much football exports for whatever really? reason. Really? Yeah. A lot of ba Australian basketball players Lots come of to it, the US. Yeah. I mean, like Fordham's got two two maybe three girls now on the women's basketball team wow um zach riley for the men's basketball teams from new zealand okay you know? so okay. there's a bit, yeah, bit going on that's but, pretty um, cool yeah and talk to me about your experience at fordham bro. how was it i love fordham man yeah. um shout out uh, fordham, yeah man. shout out fordham i love fordham <laughs> uh had a great time you know i think i was lucky to to kind of meet some really uh, amazing people, you know, mm -hmm. like yourself. I think we got pretty lucky with our little group, you know. Yeah. We had a good good couple years uh, on the pitch and off the pitch, mm -hmm. you know, um, <laughs> had a good time. Uh, winning is always great. So, I mean, I loved Fordham. We I won a championship at Fordham as well. We won an A-10 championship, huh? Yeah, and for those who are listening, obviously, I think, and I've talked about this in my previous podcast, but it's very important when you're part of a team, you're kind of thrown into, like, you really have friends, you know? So mm. that's a positive mm -hmm. about being part of, a, like, a, an athletic team, yeah. or soccer, football, basketball. You get thrown into the fire, but with people that are in the same in the same path as you. Like-minded so individuals, huh? Yeah, yeah so yeah. we would wake up at, like, 6 a.m. And, and go train, yeah, and then yeah. maybe we would go out or yeah, not yeah, go yeah. out, depending on the day. Uh, but we definitely developed a bond that regular students don't have, right? Absolutely. And you got to experience a bit of both. Yeah. Because you played, we, we played together for two years. Mm -hmm. We won a championship. Yeah. But then you decided to go to Yale, mm -hmm. right? So we, you had a bit of a window that you weren't part of the team, right? Yeah, yeah that's so what are So what are the differences between being part of the team and then out of nowhere just not having that constant training every day and stuff like that? I think um, structure is the, the big one. I mm -hmm. think the big difference. I think... Athletes in general are quite lucky, I would say, that they have that sort of 
structure and schedule that they have to follow because it kind of forces you to be on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It forces you to manage your time, forces you to get out of bed, uh, mm -hmm. you know, in the morning, which, you know, sometimes you don't want to do. Yeah. Um, and then, so when I kind of had that semester off, it was, you know, having to do it all by yourself, having to sort of create your own schedule, your own structure. And then obviously less FaceTime with, with the, with the team was something that I definitely missed. With your friends. You know what I mean? Like, cause we're all boys, you know, we, yeah. we, uh, you go from spending what, like at least six, seven hours a day with yeah. these guys to like, you know, seeing them every now and then, you know what I mean? Very, yeah. I especially because you started going out a little bit too. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, you were enjoying yourself, right? Yeah. And, and I think you, you made a lot of friends that weren't part of any athletic teams, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. You definitely so, meet some different people that I'm, I'm friends with them now as well yeah, through yeah. you. Right. Yeah, yeah. But what do you think are like the, if you were to look at the athletic demographic, right, mm -hmm. of the of your, the players you've been playing with mm -hmm. versus the guys that are not part of the team and maybe they just want to go. We talked a little bit about this on mm. the way here. Mm. But what do you think are some some of the key differences, right? Other than not having the structure. Yeah. Like, is it more of like the mentality is just not there? Think, they're not disciplined maybe as or as displined yeah. in the things that you would be if you're a part of a team? I mean, it's a completely different life. It's you know what I mean? Different it's life, a completely huh? different life. Let's talk you, about that. You go from... You know, as an athlete, not only do you have to worry about athletics, but you've got like academic advisors, coaches that are on you. Like you can't just be not going to class. You, you yeah, know, you like you've got, lag off you've got like you've anything. got people whose full time job it is to like be like, dude, like you got to go to class, like yeah. or you got to get your GPA up, you know. And then all of a sudden, like I think you don't have that sort of uh, structure and those sort of people who mm -hmm. do that when you're not an athlete. So there's less motivation, I think, you know, and it's much more like a just here to have a good time and get a degree thing whereas i think when you're an athlete you you're just more driven you, you've got yeah. more going on you've got like instead of just school and going out you've got school you've still got the social aspect but then you've also got the football that like kind of brings it all together and it like yeah. um i think allows you to kind of be around people that are very similar like you said so like i think the main difference personality wise is athletes just have to have it all together a bit more and have to be a bit yeah. more driven. You know what I mean? And they definitely have way less leeway just in terms of like, they can't yeah. be lazy. Man. You got to get stuff I done. I think also obviously not every single student. Of course. There's like, there's, there's people a, who work like three jobs, you know? Oh I mean? yeah. We're like, speaking very generally. It's very, very general. it's just very general. But yeah, I mean, I, I think that's one of the beauties that, that being an, an athlete in college gives mm -hmm. you for after college mm -hmm. when you, like we were talking about, right? If mm. you want to get into a sales role, I mean, a yeah. finance role, anything that's competitive and high pace, yeah, it's kind of it's good to come from that background. Absolutely. And in, in, we're not saying that you need to be a, no, an no, athlete no, no. to, but you can definitely be a student and yeah, develop. Yeah. Like you go work out, find a job, be mm -hmm. disciplined. You know, do the things that you gotta do to to make the 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 best version of yourself for the future after yeah. you're done with college. Of course, right? of course. So now let's move on a little bit into Yale. Yeah. That's an Ivy League. Yeah. How does that, uh, how did the transition go? What are the main differences between schools? How's that going for you? The transition was really, really actually pretty easy for me. I was quite mm -hmm. lucky that I met a bunch of Yale guys um, over the summer because I played with them in USL2 uh, okay. for Manhattan in the summer leading up to my transfer to Yale. So I had a few good mates that I'd already sort of established relationships with. Um, football side of things, you know, it, it's it's college soccer, right? So yeah. like it, it's, uh, it's pretty similar everywhere we go. Like, they want you to be athletic. You know, you have to take care of your body. You have to work hard. You have to win duels. Like it's a very yeah, much, I physical. think very similar system to Fordham actually, you know, mm -hmm. like in like big emphasis on winning your individual battles 
and big emphasis on like doing whatever it takes to win. You know what I mean? Like it didn't have to be pretty football all the time. So in that aspect, it was a pretty easy transition. Mm-hmm. The hardest thing I think was the school. The school, um, the school is is it's tough. tough. It's yeah. tough, man. How you does know? like how's like a, a roller week for you? What does it look like? Um, well, just at the moment, say in the spring, because we've got early morning practices. It's a it's a pretty early wake up. We mm-hmm. have six a.m. practice three times a week, so that uh, that gets you out of bed. Gets you going in the morning, um, and then like we got, I'm I'm taking five and a half classes this semester. Mm-hmm. So why half? What's your uh, an AP for languages? It's an it's a class and a half because you meet every single day. You meet every single day. It's a yeah. class and a half. I thought it's, you had like it's five ca- classes. It's counted. It's counted. So like bro. each class is one credit at Yale, but um, a language is a credit and a half. What language are you? Portuguese. Portuguese. Yeah. You speak Portuguese? Well, no, man, Max. <laughs> <laughs> How come you chose Portuguese? Do you have to choose a language? You have to choose a language. Wow. Yeah. So um, I was I already speak a bit of French, but I kind uh-huh. of wanted to do something different. Everyone on the team, like, I don't know why. It's just one of those things. So, like yeah. everyone on the uh, men's soccer team did Portuguese. We've got a few Brazilians on our team and stuff like oh, that. Man. So, you know. And what do you think they, they make you like take a, la- a like a language? I think, you know, liberal arts schools, it's all about kind of building like a way of thinking and like a... Like a well-rounded Yeah, individual. a well-rounded individual. Exactly. Okay. So like, I think that's why you have to take a bunch of like philosophy classes, English classes, mm-hmm. like quantitative reasoning classes, even like to, regardless of what, uh, what major you're doing. So I think a part of it is just trying to sort of shape like a well-rounded individual. Student, you know okay. I mean? And what's your what's your vision for your future for after being at Yale? Because being at Yale, for those who don't know, in Ivy League, like your opportunities are pretty they're pretty big. Mm. If you have the chance and the opportunity to go to an Ivy League, you're, you're it's it's a very good opportunity to have, mm. right? Especially mm. if you wanna even if you wanna do your own thing, start your own mm. business, or even on the professional side, yeah. it's a great opportunity, right? So what's your vision for your career, whether both as an athlete or if that doesn't work out or you choose to do yeah. something else, what would that be? Yeah, um, I think you're right. Like, I'm quite lucky uh, that I got the opportunity to go to a school like Yale because it definitely gives you a bit more freedom and leeway to mm-hmm. sort of do what you want to do. So I think there's a few different avenues I could go down. Um, one, I'd still uh, – look, I still love football. I'd love to stay involved in football if mm-hmm. possible, whether that be playing or coaching. I think that's something I'd be very interested in doing if, if given the opportunity. But – I'm realistic. I understand that everyone wants to. Everyone wants to be a professional footballer, huh? I guess just yeah. Everyone I mean, wants to be uh, a pro athlete, you know. Yeah. So that's um, another thing that is a possibility for me is uh, using that uh, COVID year of eligibility. Do I go and do a master's somewhere? Do I come back to Fordham? You know, you just come, does come the prodigal son return? You know. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's an opportunity. And then I think another one is just going straight into into work. I'm I'm very interested in sort of anything finance mostly investment banking private equity okay any, capital kind of stuff yeah those are two very different animals though right yeah, the, yeah. the pro route in athletics versus just finance yeah what do you think are, are characteristics that that meet for both you know yeah. what i mean i mean they, they definitely meet we were talking about this on the way here yeah. like there's definitely like a, a mid-ground for all of them and that you have to you have to be a competitive person you have to be yeah. driven for for all of that like i think that's a big reason why college athletics like mm-hmm. you, as we were saying like you you walk into a lot of banks a lot of sales jobs like you're, you're sitting next to some you know ex harvard soccer player some ex dartmouth soccer player a, a fordham guy over there you know what i mean everyone yeah. like the athletes um i think it's look there's other ways to do it but the athletes have to develop that sort of ability to handle adversity absolutely that ability to just sort of get it done you know what i mean like you and me like 
How many yeah. times have we been screamed at? You know what I mean? Like, and you, it's yeah, just, I think every single day, every like, single day, huh? career, every think, single every day. Single, yeah. You know what I mean? So you have to, you have to <laughs> be able to like take that criticism, be resilient. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sometimes fight back. Yeah, and sometimes fight back, fight back right? So I think that's where sort of there's an overlap between like a lot of sort of cutthroat professional roles like banking or or sales, and then pro football or college football as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, and. What do, you, what do you think are the ways that someone who's not part of an athletic team, how can they get the same experience, right? Would it be just go find a job, but put yourself out there? Like, how do you recreate the winning experience with a roller student? I think um, finding a job for sure, but I think you just got to find something that you're like really passionate about mm -hmm. and do it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. got to be something extracurricular. So like, it can't be, can't be school. You can't be like, oh, I'm really passionate about school so i'm just mm -hmm. gonna do that like we're already doing that i'm saying like find something separate you know something I mean? like, that gets you out of your something that, zone, exactly right? yeah something that pushes you a little bit so, so like an uh, even like an escape like just another environment that you can sort of put yourself in a couple hours a week like say you know you're really good at music like go yeah. like play go, an instrument go play an instrument join like join a club playing in, in a people. band yeah exactly in front of people, yeah. or i've got a i've got a friend that was really into sneaker reselling shout out peter if he's listening um shout and he out. He, uh, he like, I know that he, he just got really into it and then he like committed to it. And now he's got like a business that he runs on the side while also being at school. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. So I think that's another way to sort of build up like something that you might be getting if you're an athlete. Like he's had to deal with all kinds of stuff running his own business. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Really cool. And I think also being an athlete kind of gives you, you are sacrificing a lot of your time. Yeah. So course. like four times out of the day, you're literally like in training. Yeah. So you need to be prepared to be able to be able to invest that time course, you know what i mean yeah, yeah so for us at fordham we would let's say we're training at 10 30 half an hour before we had to be there in the locker room trying to make sure everything's right mm -hmm. then you got to bring up the pennies and then yep, if yep. one of the pennies is, oh, is wrong the balls aren't pumped if oh, the balls man. aren't pumped oh, especially trouble, trouble. yeah trouble. especially if you are if you have like a bit of a leadership role yeah, in the yeah, team course, yeah. like it's kind of your responsibility but i think and shout out to the coaches. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Because it gives you, like, it makes you more accountable and Absolutely. more responsible yeah, in, yeah. in terms of everything. Mm. By the end of my, my college career, which ended last week with their big retirement. On their retirement, buddy, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Big retirement. Um, by the end of my college career, I made sure that everything was my responsibility. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, before going to training, if the pennies weren't there, that was me. If yeah. the balls weren't pumped, that was me. If yeah, someone yeah, lost yeah. the ball, that was me. Yeah. And I think that's a good characteristic to just have in your mm. in your everyday of life, course. right? Yeah. Are you thinking in moving a little bit towards EL, right? Yeah. Do they have the same type of uh, yeah. accountability? Um, yeah, I think Yale is like, it's almost, our program at Yale is quite like military style. You know, yeah. like everything's okay. like by the book and there's like clear and obvious guidelines. Like, you know, we have like, if you are, so say we have a team meeting that's at 5.30, if you if the clock strikes five thirty one, you're not no. you're late. Two hundred fifty push ups, like yeah. two hundred fifty right there. Two hundred fifty push ups in front of the team. <laughs> in front of everyone. In front of the team. What if you can't get it? If you can't get, well, you, like you can take like. Oh, you can you can divide it, it, it out. You can space it out. Yeah. You know, but um, but like wow. you gotta hit the deck and do them kind of thing. And then we have like clear roles on who's in charge of what. So that I get same thing. Like it's just all on a spreadsheet. Everyone knows exactly what they're responsible for. Like, and if they don't do it, they don't do it. It's on them. That's punishment. There's Sometimes it's okay. 250 push-ups. 
sometimes we have to like run the stairs at the at Payne Whitney gym, bro. Yeah, it's like, that sounds it's, awful. Like, it's like 10 flights of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> they make you like the entire team. They entire make you, team. So it's just thing. because someone messed up, everyone goes yeah. and does it, right? So it's very similar, you know, like there's yeah. a big push for being accountable and kind of having your, having your stuff together. You know what I mean? Like and what's it, what's leadership style over there? Um, very democratic. So we've got yeah. like a captain and then there's a, um, there's probably a leadership group of about eight guys. A leadership group? Whatever that was. What's that? What do you do? Uh, I'm like not a, in it. I'm not in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not seen as a leader. I'm, but, but not um, yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. But, um, uh, I think it's, they, they have a meeting once a week and they just sit down with the coaching staff, the captain, the eight other guys in the leadership group. And they just kind of talk about what's going on, talk about what can be improved mm -hmm. kind of stuff, which I think is a good thing. I think, I it's, think good it's a good thing. Because they have guys from each class. So like they'll have okay. two freshmen, two sophomores, two juniors, two seniors, and the and the captain. You know what I mean? So, okay. so you get only one voice. captain? Only one captain. Only one captain. Yeah. yeah. None of this like six captains. Captains of this college man. college sports. Man. Yeah, that that's a, that was a new one for me. Yeah, Do you yeah. see yourself as a as a potential leader? I think I'm a leader. I think I'm a leader. Um I don't think I think I'm a I lead in ways that um that don't really uh fit the mold of like a <laughs> of a college program if you if you know what i mean so how would you how would you describe your i think um coming from my sort of like more professional background and i uh -huh. mean i was playing men's soccer from like i think 15 okay. was when i was like playing with like grown-ass well, dudes let's talk about mean? that too eh? yeah. what was what was that like but uh, yeah well like okay we can talk about that because it kind of works but um like you know you make a mistake and you've i'm 15 i make a mistake i've got yeah. a 27 year old like guy <laughs> screaming at me like what are you doing like like get it together kind of thing you know what yeah. I mean and I, I think so the that was a big culture ch uh, change for me is coming over to college soccer like it's a much more like a development sort of environment rather than like a uh, there's professional aspects of course yeah but, but the, it's a, like you know you can't just scream at your teammate like like what are you doing? You know what I mean? Or like yeah. that was shit. You know. Maybe at Fordham, depend. Yeah. There's a time and a place. Of course, but, uh, there's a time and a place. Exactly. Yeah. So I think back to that, like that, being exposed to that at a young age, it makes you resilient. But it also, naturally, if you're in that environment, you pick up on you know aspects of that environment that you yeah. think are good. And I I grew to kind of love that sort of professional, cutthroat environment where like you know if you if you're playing like shit, like I'm gonna tell you, and I hope yeah. that if I'm playing like shit. You're gonna tell me because I'll be like, you know what, like Conrad's right. Like I gotta, I gotta, I gotta shape up. You know, yeah. like we're losing one nil and I'm taking the piss out on the left wing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I, yeah, you're right. I gotta fucking tighten up. To swear? We, uh, hey, we'll uh, minimize it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta, gotta, I gotta, like you know, I gotta get it together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so. Um, yeah, but uh, how do you, how do you kind of like tune it? tune it down a little bit right so yeah no, you I came think, here you came like an animal like you someone would mess up and you would get on their, yeah, on their yeah, butts yeah how did you bring that down did you bring that down is that i think I, right I, I think i brought it down a little bit i think it's something i definitely still need to to work on uh -huh. but um i remember speaking to remember we had the um sports psychologist uh yeah Kristen. Kristen. yeah she shout was out. really good shout out Kristen. she was really good for me with that because she like gave me a few techniques and like tried to get me to sort of just like sometimes just focus on myself which mm -hmm. is like obviously it's a team sport you got to focus on the team too but as in like kind of like try and distance myself from like what what other guys on my team are doing because i don't know like i'm the sort of guy like i'm like guys like like we got are we trying to win or like yeah. are we just sort of standing here you know what I mean? so i think a, like she gave me some techniques to what are, of, can you talk on that yeah yeah no? like so like one would be to like um 
she, like she, she said, like, if say like, um, we're defending your guy, you never would happen. Obviously you can run a thumb about, but, um, <laughs> like off a corner, your guy just bullies you, bullies you. Yeah. Scores the goal. Header one nil. You know what I mean? So yeah. she would be like, all right, like stop, stand still, pick, <laughs> pick up, pick something that's pick something that's also still like in, in your eye line. Like, so like, I know like, I'd, like, I'd, I'd literally, the... I'd stop, <laughs> I'd stare at the camera. I'd like take three deep breaths. I'd be like, it's I gotta, okay. I got to control the controllables. And for me, that's like, I got to control what I'm doing and how I react to what's going on. Uh -huh. you know what I mean, I can't and that control. Works? Yeah. Well, it's helped. It's helped. Controlling mm. the controllables. I like, I like that saying. It's, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's it's a helped me. Word. It's see again, like it's helped me off the field as well. Controlling yeah. the controllables. I mean, you're going to keep that for, for the rest of your life. Right? That applies to everything. Yeah. It applies to literally everything. Literally you know? everything. Like, Jobs, Anything jobs not working work. out. School, you got a bad grade on an essay or something. You know, like you got you got a control crazy deadline. Like you got to just control the controllables. Like what can I focus on? Yeah. How can I attack this problem like piece by piece instead of being like, oh, this is the end of the world. Like you know, yeah, everything sucks. And 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 you talked coming back to control the controllables, right? Mm. But putting it more into the perspective of the social aspect of going out yeah. in college and so on. Yeah. We talked about this on the way here. You have a very interesting philosophy that I agree I agree with. Yeah. That if you're gonna go out or, or if you're gonna go enjoy your time with friends over yeah. the weekend, yeah. you need to win your week. You gotta earn it. You gotta you earn gotta, it. I think that you, comes from the athlete thing as well, right? It. Like, cause it's, I mean, in our heads, it's like, all right, during the week, it's preparation. There's no messing I'm, around, yeah. I'm, busting my balls because saturday is game day you know <laughs> saturday saturday is game day saturday yeah. like we are born yeah. out on saturday saturday is for all the marbles you know what i mean yeah i think the same thing kind of applies to to life at least because of that sort of athletic background you're like all right like i'm gonna put my head down monday to friday get and the work done get the work done so then saturday sunday i can kind of you know what I mean? Yeah. I can rock up to New York City. I can see my boys. I can be like, I've got no work to do. Like, I've got uh -huh. it all done. Don't feel bad about Don't it. Don't feel You're bad about it. it. I'm just going to be in the moment, world. have a good time with my guys, and, and be guilt-free about it. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that definitely comes from that, like, athletic background of being like, all right, like, i got to prep for this weekend. You know what I mean? Like, i got to, yeah. like, you know. Your biggest, quote, I'm quoting my, my, my very good friend Kike, my biggest performance day has always been the weekends. Oh, yeah. That was his well, answer yeah, yeah, to yeah. When, when an interviewer asked him, are you okay with working on weekends? He goes, dude, I've been working weekends since I was 12 yeah, years exactly, old. Exactly, exactly. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. When do you think you developed that 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 mindset though? Was it when he went to Yale and now out of out of nowhere, you're literally sleeping six hours or three hours a night? Yeah. Or was it more at Fordham? Because at Fordham, you were younger, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think there were still aspects of it at Fordham. I think like you look at like how we were living even as freshmen, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. We, were getting, we had 6 a.m. lifts like yeah, twice did. a week in the spring. It was cold, man. Like I remember yeah, we'd, all, we'd, all, like, we'd all wake up at <laughs> 6, like check on each other. And then I remember like we would walk from, uh, what was that dorm we were in? Uh, south. South. We'd walk from south, south to, to the lift, to the weight room. Not a word. No one would say a word. It would be 10 minutes. 10 minutes of south. Savas, Adri, Roey. Like everyone's just like, oh, man. Like, yeah. But then you get in and you, and you Then you get up, it done. Bro. You do it, Momentum. you have breakfast, and all of a sudden it's it's like 9 a.m. You've already attacked the yeah. morning. You, you know already I mean? won the morning. Yeah, you yeah. What else? Yeah. Now you just you have momentum, and yeah. then you're dominating the rest of the day. You know, I actually, I, I never fully played a spring season. Really? I think my only spring season, which I was injured for most of it, mm. was last year. Like, I played a couple games, but I've been injured every single one of my spring Th seasons. That's crazy. On this one, I'm recovering yeah. from meniscus surgery. and 
before retirement. Mm. Um, the last year I was dealing with uh, with an ankle injury. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Then yeah. the year before, labrums, yeah, and I think that yeah, comes from yeah, the way yeah. I play too. Yeah, I always leave it all on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hang as well. You're a tank. <laughs> but that's how it is. You yeah, know? yeah. I, I no. feel like that's a that's something that you also have to keep in mind as yeah. a, as an athlete. Yeah. How do you personally balance like the putting pushing on the physical side? But at the same time, taking care of your of your own body. I think um, one thing that I have definitely uh, learned a lot from and improved upon is diet. Mm-hmm. I think diet plays a big role. I remember I don't know if you remember, but South we would live like across from the uh, the deli, the, the deli there, and yeah. I'd like every now and then I'd be like ah like ice cream, ice cream, you yeah, know, like something like that. But um that that's kind of gone. I think big emphasis on like making sure you're taking the right supplements, getting your you taking supplements. In. I'm taking. I just take like. They're pretty much just vitamin gummies. You know, I mean, like I take that, and then I, yeah. I drink a protein shake like once a day. Kind so of the diet is like the main, the biggest. I thing think the diet's it. the best way. Look, obviously, the the best way is sleep. I think to take care yeah. of your body, but sometimes, sometimes that's just not a possibility. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then you got to make sure you're eating right, recovering right. You know, are you stretching? Are you in the ice baths when possible? You're working out to work. Yeah, build the muscle. Working out exactly, exactly. Yeah. So. It's yeah. all part of the process. It's all part of the process. It exactly. has to be like a like a well-rounded. It's not just you can't just. It's not just one thing, huh? Yeah. It's, it's a it's a whole collection of things. And yeah. it comes back to that. I mean, that's the one of the biggest positives about having so many things in your plate because you learn how to kind of manage Absolutely. everything. And we're kind of running out of time, but the last two things that I wanted to ask you. Of course. One, if you could describe your growth from the moment you came from Australia mm-hmm. all the way to here, mm-hmm. how would you describe it? Um. I think I've matured a lot. Mm-hmm. I think I've matured a lot. Um, it, you have to. You have to just because of like the, how much uh, stuff we're doing and what we're doing. You know, school's no joke. Like yeah. you and me, like we take it seriously. We're not here to just get we're a degree. We want to. We want to learn. We want to. We want to win at yeah. school. That's that's, that's part of being an athlete as well. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I definitely had to mature that way. Matured on the pitch as well. I think I've gotten like you know yet you have to for college soccer. I've gotten stronger. Yeah. You know. I remember coming in like they had me on the uh, what do they call it like the, the baby the, no what was it baby lamb the ba- lamb the lamb the I was lamb, on the, I was on the, the lamb. lamb lift I was like oh man like, this is, <laughs> like my family still like takes the piss out of me for that like I remember like you guys were all doing like crazy back squats and I was there doing my like single leg you know yeah for the ones squat. that don't know the lamb so the, for the lifting program at Fordham there were we had the rams which were like the, the, the bigger big boys, animals like the big Carrara. boys yeah, yeah. and uh, back in the day and yeah. then you had the lambs which was for the freshman which was me freshman and me was twenty years old he was still a <laughs> but then and then you outgrew that now yeah. you're benching like 225 pounds right? yeah like yeah you're yeah, going yeah. crazy so um, i think that so physically i've gotten a lot stronger and uh-huh. then mentally you have to mature you have to learn to manage your time you also have to learn to be more selective with your time as yeah. well i think so those are definitely the aspects i think that i've grown as a result of coming over here yeah that's good and one last thing mm. one piece of advice you would give an international student coming to the u.s what would that be? Uh, oh, it's a good question. Um, do your research. Okay. Do your research. Make sure that the school you're going to, the program you're going to is the right fit. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure it's somewhere that you can see yourself living for four years. You know what I mean? Four, yeah. year, four years in your 18 to 22 or 20 to 24, like that's a pretty influential time in your life. You know, you meet mm-hmm. in college, you meet brothers for life. You know what I mean? We were talking about that on the way here and last night. You know what I mean? Like we were pretty lucky, but make sure you're going somewhere that, you know, you can see yourself playing there for four years and you can see yourself studying there 
and making friends for life at you know and also take the chance right of course they like, come i mean for take you take the chance take the oh, chance take the chance you have to take there's the a chance. lot of people that don't there's a lot of people that don't especially yeah. in australia because they're like oh it's so far away but take it the chance it. it was so worth it i don't yeah. regret it i don't regret a second of it i mean you're out of your comfort zone oh, you man. grow as a person yeah, you, oh, everyone that you met dude you just you have to grow up and you're in a completely different environment you get to reinvent yourself if you want to you know what i mean yeah. you get to you have to do it all on your own in some ways because your family's on the other side of the world, you know, like, yeah. yeah, you're calling them. I see them once a year now, but so that forces yeah. you to grow up. But especially you, cause you had a very, you have a very interesting like path in, in the States. Like mm. you, over the summers, you don't go back home. No, you literally just no. stay here, you yeah. stay focused. So yeah. for you, especially coming from you, I feel like you're very experienced and that your family's all the way in Australia, yeah, man. you know, it's yeah. not like South America or yeah, maybe yeah. Europe. There's a big time difference. 25 hours of travel. Yeah, yeah but yeah. you deal with it and, yeah, you, and yeah. you grow as a person because Absolutely. of it, right? So, for all the international students who are looking to come, take the chance. Take man. the chance. It's definitely worth take it. Take the right? chance. Definitely worth it. And on that note, Max Rogers, thank you very much for coming. It thank was you very a pleasure. Much for having me. And we'll be live in a couple of weeks. Yeah? Cool, cool. Looking forward to it. Thank you, guys.